0: Show me the news.
1: And now, coming through your speakers and into your ears, it's the gaming podcast that you all know and love. It's Show Me Your News. Welcome to Show Me Your News, the pinnacle for delivering and debating the gaming news that matters the most to you. Rumor-filled gossip, hardware blunders or upcoming releases, if it relates to video games, we want to talk about it. I am Yoko, and today is not really an episode of Show Me Your News per se, it's a Show Me Your News special. On episode 58 of the podcast, is the last time we had an episode or a little special thing entirely devoted to one franchise of games in anticipation of one game in particular. That was the PokéCast with... Uh, In anticipation of Pokémon Heart Gold and Soul Silver, today we discuss Marvel vs. Capcom 3: Fate of Two Worlds. And I, I just kind of, I was trying to like think of how to go about that, and I kind of wavered on the three there. So I wanted to do Marvel vs. Capcom 3: Fate of Two Worlds. Um, so my guest host today uh, is Cyberlink 420, who you know all along the whole. Development of NBC Three, kind of been going back and forth in anticipation, not of Super Smash Brothers Brawl, but of Marvel vs. Capcom Three. So, welcome to the show.
0: I would ask where your curly mustache is, but I can see it very clearly.
1: It is very clearly on our livestream.com/smyn. I I'm smelling a bit of sharpie, so if I don't make it through the end of the show, you know why. Um, I'm hoping it's not, you know, in uh, inhibiting some of my speech patterns because. It is big, it is black, it is curly, and I'm not talking about a mustache. Oh, what? Um, (laughs) And, oh, goodness, it just keeps falling off. That is the mustache. Um, Anyway, so, you know, our top stories today, we're going to be talking a little bit about the history of the Versus series. We got, you know, obviously some games that have uh, been in the progression of what is the Versus series of fighting games. Um, we'll do our character impressions. Um, so, that'll be, you know, going back and forth between Marvel and Capcom and the certain characters, and what our impressions on them are. And then we got some news that is pretty recent that is kind of, you know, post-release, maybe some DLC rumors. Um, some people have been, you know, hacking the disc. So that is that is pretty interesting. We'll talk about that. We'll do some mail-time mail- questions that are Marvel vs. Capcom 3 themed, and we'll, uh, We'll have a fun show, right, Cyberlink? Absolutely. So, you know, get us started into what the history of the Versus series is, for those that don't know.
0: Uh, basically, the history of the Versus series goes back to, early on, I want to say 19, 1993, 94. Basically, it all sort of started when Capcom got the right for Marvel to do games based on their characters. Because b- back then, obviously... Marvel license games, not very good. We all have horrible, horrible memories of some of the X-Men games on the NES and consoles like that. And uh, the very first one was X-Men Children of the Atom, which was a arcade fighting game. And I believe the roster was only ten characters. Wolverine, Psylocke, Iceman, uh, Spiral, Sentinel, Storm. And I, I can't remember all of them offhand, but Basically, that one, that sort of changed things up because that was really the first time that Capcom fighting games had like uh, a lot of super moves, hyper, com- or really the ability to do extended combos, and a lot of that carried over to later fighters. And it really, it actually surprisingly holds up. I played it recently, and it's a little slower than say MVC two or MVC three, but it still holds up surprisingly well despite the smaller roster and more limited fighting mechanics.
2: Hmm.
1: Okay, and that that was first, and then I think we didn't go to X Men versus Street Fighter next.
0: Um, before that, they had Marvel Superheroes, which was basically uh-huh. more or less the same thing, but just with characters from all across the Marvel universe. And that also added in uh, Infinity Gems from the Infinity Gauntlet storyline. It's basically a, you could uh, collect those in the middle of a match and be able to use them to uh, do like special moves and powers and stuff, but. Yeah, basically, the Versus series proper started with X-Men versus Street Fighter, but the catch is that in the original Children of the Atom, you could unlock Akuma as a playable character, as a, like a secret fighter. So he was sort of the very first character to ever cross over with Marvel, hence why he gets special ends for uh, MVC3 as opposed to having like just one Shoto character, as it were. Mm-hmm. And then uh, with X-Men vs. Street Fighter, that basically, so like previously it was just the one-on-one fighting. X-Men vs. Street Fighter decided to go the two-on-two route with uh, character assists and uh, tag team fighting. And it obviously proved to be very popular. And it's kind of funny, they sort of downgraded the insanity of it with the uh, following game, which was Marvel Super Heroes versus Street Fighter. That one, I played that a lot, but it's sort of it's much slower paced, much less frantic, and I think that it actually suffered as a result of that, because I think part of the biggest draw of the Versus series is just all the crazy stuff that's happening on screen. If there's less of that, it's just. It's not Marvel Baby.
1: Right. Not, not Marvel Baby. And then after that was. After that, they
0: went into the original Marvel vs. Capcom, and they've brought back the insanity. So you've got not only the tag team of about uh, 17 characters in the American version, 18 in Japanese, but you also had the ability to call in assist characters like uh, Arthur, Thor. uh, I think uh, Saki from TVC might have been in there at one point. But basically, you'd be switching off between characters, doing their attacks, plus you'd also be able to call in these assist characters to, uh, in a limited capacity, like you get a certain number of assists per match. And uh, obviously, that took off really well. Fun fact, there's actually a secret character that's only in the Japanese version, based on a Japanese comedian, only appeared in that game, never showed up in any of the <laughs> others, and it's completely ridiculous. Actually, that might have been for Marvel Superheroes versus Street Fighter, not Marvel vs. Capcom. I'm I'm confused, but anyway, that was all just sort of, a, sort of a forebear to the big one, the one that everybody remembers, which is of course Marvel vs. Capcom two.
1: That, that was the first one I played, and granted, it I didn't play it a lot, but you know, it was I played it enough. Um, I never really ever developed a team per se for that one. Um, but yeah, it's you know it's fun just you know picking different characters, all all the craziness that happened. I never was even that good at it, but you know that was the first one of these series of games that I remember playing myself.
0: Yeah, and I think that Marvel vs. Capcom Two did a lot really different. It actually, it's funny. Marvel vs. Capcom Two is kind of like Melee in that it's the sequel that accidentally became bigger than anyone expected. Yeah, like it's a good for a good all analogy.
1: Intended,
0: for all intended purposes. Marvel vs. Capcom Two was sort of like. Horrible, it was an accident. Like, Basically, Capcom decided to uh, do this whole 56-character thing. Basically, what they did for that was they just took all the sprites from all their previous Marvel games and a bunch of their old Capcom games and just put them together. So really, there's only, I want to say, eight or nine new characters in Marvel vs. Capcom 2, hmm. and everybody else is just... Reuse sprite sets from other games. And the problem is that these characters retain their properties from the other games and they weren't balanced to fit with all the others who were brought in from the other systems.
1: So that's why you have like only, you know, the six or handful of characters or whatever that are actually really competitive.
0: Yeah, but I think that, again, the fact that there's just so much going on and so many different things that can happen in that game people are willing to overlook the terrible balance issues just because it's fun to bring together so many different characters at once
2: mm-hmm. and i
0: think that's probably the series biggest strength and why it's managed to be so uh, it's managed to last so long over these last 10 years
1: mm-hmm. and then you know we have the game that came out during you know show me your news run uh, it was Tatsunoko versus Capcom for the Wii So I think people give it a lot of crap because it's on the Wii, and I think if it were on, you know, 360 and PS3, people would have given it a little more respect, but you had pretty bad netcode. Not only netcode per se, but just, you know, overall Wi-Fi, you know, results, I guess, as far as, you know, compared to, uh, you know, Xbox Live Arcade and PlayStation Network, which uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 is rebuilt on. You know, I played, I can't say I played TVC religiously, but... You know, it's one of those games that I've played more often than the others. And, um, gosh, who who do I play for? If I had to nail down one team that I play for TVC, I think it'd be uh, Morrigan and Yatterman 1. Those would be my characters. But there are a lot of great characters. I think a lot of people, it's pretty easy to get over the whole, oh, I don't know this character just because it's not from uh, Tatsunoko, even though you may recognize a couple. Um, what did you think about, you know, What was your favorite uh, team to use in TVC?
0: Uh, That depends on which version we're talking, because I was one of the people who imported the original cross-generation of Heroes release. But Mm -hmm. for Ultimate All-Stars, my team is Duranjo and Frank West, and I still play that game to this day because I love it so much. But Mm -hmm. uh, it's funny. There were, like, versus games sort of in the interim between MVC2 and TVC. They had the SNK versus series. They had the Namco X Capcom game, which was more oh, like an yeah. RPG. But neither of those were quite as like they didn't really follow the Marvel vs. formula. They were much more sort of slower affairs. TVC basically took the framework that Marvel 2 set up and just completely ran with it. It's a little bit slower, admittedly, but it's still just as over the top and flashy as you'd expect. And mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff that they created for TVC has worked its way into Marvel three. So it creates sort of a nice framework and you can see where certain systems were built off of that. Like obviously the mega crash and the Baroque were sort of combined to create the X factor. And, Mm -hmm. uh, like a lot of the characters borrow a lot of their stuff from their TVC incarnations. Like obviously Ryu, Chun-Li, Morgan, Joe, probably Frank, if he gets released as DLC zero, uh, zero of course yeah yeah it's i would say that even though a lot of people like haven't played it just because it's on the wii which is most definitely not a fighter friendly system for the most part i would definitely say that it's probably one of the better entries in the versus series and definitely worth checking out even after uh marvel 3's release mhm absolutely Um, so that's basically general history. We just wanted to go over that really
1: quickly, see where where we've come from, and I'm going to take off my curly mustache. (sighs) Wow. That is, that is the curly mustache. So I can actually, you know, talk fully about, um, all these characters so I don't have to feel inhibited. And now my, my lips are cold. (laughs) Aw. It's like, like like I shaved. Um, so, you know, we're going to go over the different characters. we got the Marvel vs. Capcom 3.com page all opened up to characters. I'm going to go back and forth in alphabetical order, basically saying, you know, whatever we can think of, you know, because we've played, you know, as many of the characters as we can, and, you know, just our our different impressions. So we're going to start with, uh, on the Marvel side, with Captain America, the Cap, uh, Gimpy Fish's character of choice. Um... You know, pretty solid character. I'm really dependent on the uh, the shield slash uh, games. And um, let's see, the I like the Punisher uh, alternate uh, costume. That yeah, is that's great. a nice touch. Uh, what else can I think about? I mean, you know, he's got uh, he got hyper charging star for hyper combos. Final Justice is level three. Uh, Stars and Stripes. Stars and Stripes not as effective as sure you can. I'd, I would say.
0: Nah, no, I don't think so.
1: Um. But overall, a really nicely uh,
0: balanced character. Any, any particular thoughts? Um, I like using Cap. I mean, I never really used him much during the uh, Marvel 2 days, but he's definitely a character that I can get behind. Like, I like that now his uh, shield will actually come back to him instead of just dropping mm-hmm. on the ground like it used to. And, that that uh, really helps I just...
1: the continuation of combos for sure. They're just getting you back in range.
0: Yeah, and it also helps if uh, somebody's guarding because, you know, it comes back from behind where they obviously can't defend, so it helps you uh, sort of break their guard and get in there for the start of a combo, so mm-hmm. it's definitely an essential tool if you want to be really good with Cap.
1: Yeah, Um. let's see. Akuma is next. I think we if we go, like, too long on each of these characters, it's going to be, like, the Brawl-aversary where we...
0: Yeah, it had so to it split went, into
1: two parts. ...for, like, four hours and... All that, so we're gonna to try to keep things pretty brief. Uh, we don't want this episode going on for too terribly long, since it's just a special. Akuma is up next. I don't know if you've seen the video. I mean, a lot of characters are getting all these ridiculous combos because people are digging into to training mode and they're being you know real heads about the game. Um, really? But have you seen the the quote unquote infinite that Akuma's got with a uh, his Tatsumaki Senpukaku equivalent? And then Akuma- yeah,
0: yeah, I believe I have seen that video and. Obviously, obviously, like I said, Akuma's in because he's a legacy character. He's got mm-hmm. that history behind him. But it's sort of like Akuma's got all this crazy stuff going for him. You almost wonder why they need to add uh, Ryu in because Akuma basically does everything better. Mm-hmm. And uh, I yeah, do it's not, like that it's not
1: that he's a clone, but yeah, he, I would say that he just out prioritizes everything that you know Ryu does, except for I'd say I'd say Ryu's got the better uh, uh, Hadoken hyper combo.
0: Maybe because I'm then again uh, Akuma's got both like he's got the solid beam like Ryu has, but he's also got the multi fireball combo, which can really help to uh keep opponents off you so mm-hmm. uh, and raging demon is probably better than it's ever been it's easier it to input really and it basically crosses the screen in three frames and goes through everything <laughs> it's actually worth the bars now,
1: yeah I, I remember in you know the early videos that if you were looking at it like it didn't seem like it did that much damage, but now it's actually like it is a really fair chunk of damage. Yeah. So it is Especially
0: X Factored. X Factored if he's you your uh, level three X Factor and oh use Rage movement. Yeah. It's it's basically over in an instant. hmm But he
1: does have really low health. Um That's not you true. know su- supremely low health, but it is lower than one would normally hope. And that's uh,
0: what, that's something that Akuma's had in all the games, the, both the Street Fighters and the Versus games, so it's not that much of a surprise, so a lot of people who have been playing Akuma for a long time will probably be used to that and will know how to basically work around that and use mm-hmm. it to their advantage. Yeah,
1: He's got the really nice uh, alternate costumes of uh, I, I kind of like the, uh, the black Oni skin myself.
0: Yeah, I'm a fan of the uh, Third Strike version with the streaks in the hair.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a good one too. But yeah, Overall, a pretty solid character, and we'll have to see where some of those quote-unquote infinites, like how they actually develop in the metagame. Uh, up next is, I think, both of our personal favorites of Deadpool. Oh, on the Marvel of side. Course. First, Gripes. Um, I'm disappointed of some of the lines that were cut. Um, I personally miss, I love me some guns. I also miss, I hear bullets taste like chicken.
0: I don't know I prefer the bang bang bang, but that's just me. But ultimately, a couple lines doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things because Deadpool has so many great mm-hmm. sort right. of uh, quips in there that you just can't help but laugh. Like even the non-spoken ones. Like I laughed out loud the first time I saw him say he was going to uh, petition Capcom for Vulgus Mhm. Yeah. Um, no, I was say like I think they
1: could have you know put you know bang 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 and chicken in there. And at least maybe like had some sort of random element, maybe. I don't know, like that that could have been nice. Um, you know, Katana Rama, Chimichangas. Um, I'm seriously thinking of like, and I'll I'll probably post it for you know, Show Me News fans, and I'm done with it. I want to you know capture all his different things in his uh, his gallery, just like you know do audio capture on that. You know, make different ringtones out of it because some of those are amazing. Um. (laughs) <laughs> just some of the lines are, are, are fantastic. I'm trying to, you know, think of... I mean, obviously, you know, the best one is, you know... <laughs> Magneto! Magneto, welcome, welcome to, to die. die! By far the best one. Um, Great throwback. You know, autograph your spleen for me.
0: Um, I like how he'll basically just go straight up to Dante and tell him that Nero should be doing his fighting for him, and I'm like, oh, low blow, dude, yeah. low blow. <laughs> but i actually do like deadpool's playstyle a lot he it seems like uh he's good for both rushdown and for playing projectile uh mind games because obviously his keep away bats. game
1: is great
0: yeah his keep away game is surprisingly good i think his pineapple surprise is his biggest asset in that mm-hmm. uh department because it keeps people like in the air and away from him so plus Obviously, if you're doing like the forward shot in midair, that basically covers the screen and bullets, so it's easier to keep people off you that way. Mm-hmm. Plus, with his uh, quick work uh, special, it's easy to sort of close the gap or get under opponents and get past them to keep them off you if you really need to.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, Zero Aranma says in the
0: chat, That's how you beat Wolverine, people!
2: I optic
1: blast. Yeah, I hated that movie.
2: <laughs>
1: um, but no, he's you know got really nice supers with you know bang bang bang. Really effective. You can uh X factor cancel on that pretty nicely if yeah. you know that's when you want to choose to use your X factor. We can talk about that also a little bit later. Um, yeah, you know cuts cutting time and uh and of course fourth wall crisis. Everyone's favorite. Uh, those those lines like. You have to like say them along with them, and maybe that's just me.
0: Yeah, I do it too. I do it too. And
1: it's a home run. Come on. Um, Amaterasu's next. Um, Amaterasu
0: got me through very hard difficulty, like no joke.
1: Really, you you got through very hard. I'm I'm impressed. I have not tried not, arcade. Not without
0: continuing. Not without continuing, mind well, you. Sure,
1: but sure. <laughs> if you did without continues, like. We can't compete online anymore because you will kick my ass every time.
0: I'm not that good.
1: <laughs> but uh, uh,
0: yeah. I do I do like Amaterasu. Uh, I I had a really hard time mastering uh, Mega Man Volnus weapon changing in TVC, mm-hmm. but I think Amaterasu's got enough options with each weapon that you can basically just uh, stick to one and have it suit your playstyle. Like you've got the short-range stuff with the glaive, the yeah. counter specials. Uh, with her beads you've got a lot of long range options with the ice projectiles and with the whip chain as it Mm -hmm. were and then the sword itself is good for uh, sort of the mid range stuff but basically the best Amaterasu players are going to be the ones who can be able to quickly change weapons in the middle of combos and be able to utilize each one best to their advantage based on the opponent they're facing and Whatever else is going on in the match, so mm-hmm.
1: yeah, just for for safety's sake. Also, you got one of the best, and not really, I wouldn't say the best, but one of the safest hyper combos you've got in the. uh, I don't even know what the name of it is called. The uh, yeah,
0: Okami Shuffle hyper combo.
1: Yeah, that one. That is yeah. you know one of the easiest and safest ones.
0: I believe that's also one of the, like the highest damage output for a level one super. Modoc's, oh really? Uh, full uh, bar side.
2: Hmm.
1: Yeah, with uh, analyze cube and yeah. all that. Um, but yeah, she's yeah. Some of the combos, if you can pull them off, are just very impressive with like all the the ground attacks and how they link together. Um, yeah. And puppet goes berserk. Um, but overall, like I, I, it's not a character that I've personally gotten accustomed to playing. But you know, it it is impressive to see people do you know some of those weapon changes and combos and. All, all that stuff. The really disappointment is the uh, when she slows down time and that it doesn't build meter.
0: Yeah, that kind of a disappointment, especially
1: when you compare it to Joe's beautiful hand job. Yeah, I don't know though. Um, up next is Doctor Doom for Marvel, a character that I never really liked, but when I got him in a random team, like okay, I guess I could kind of see the appeal, but. Still, still not a fan of a fan of a uh, Doctor Doom myself.
0: I think Doom's biggest asset is his assists. Like, he's got the plasma beam, so that's a good forward shot. But I think the better one is the hidden missile assist, which just lan- launches uh, missiles into the air because that mm-hmm. comes down over your opponent's head. So if they're guarding that, that means they're guarding the overhead shot, which allows you to come in for the low one, mm-hmm. for the low attack, and that also helped me get through uh, very hard mode many times, so I would definitely say that Doom, maybe not the best point character, but definitely good to have on your team from an assist standpoint, as was the case in Marvel 2 as well.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, He's got, you know, the molecular shield, which is good. I think his hyper combos, you know, save for the uh, level 3, leave a little bit to be desired.
0: I don't know. Uh, maybe, Maybe a bit, like I think Photon Array is helpful just for keeping people at a distance, uh, sort of covering the screen so that you've got more space to work with.
1: But just um, another, just one of those like, doesn't really hurt you that much.
0: That's true, but I think that's less for doing damage and more just for utilizing the space and clearing things out so you can prepare for your next move.
1: Mm-hmm. Also, he does have the worst theme ever.
0: Yeah, I'm not crazy about it. it it's so...
1: Not appropriate for a villain, it sounds almost too happy in a way i don't know
0: it's It's a remix of his uh theme from Marvel superheroes, and I kind of like the original better there's just something about the remix that just isn't as good i don't know
2: mm-hmm.
1: rubs you the wrong way maybe i don't know something like that uh Arthur is up next, a very very loyal adaptation and the fact that he can't double jump his Jump. No, he
0: can Let's... double jump. He just can't dash or air dash.
1: I didn't think anything. He could double jump. I thought it was just the one jump in the air that is pretty much an exact copy of uh, from Ghouls and Goblins. Yeah,
0: oh. no, he get he gets a double jump, but he can't move any faster than his uh, standard walk animation, which actually isn't the slowest in the game, surprisingly.
2: Hmm.
1: I don't know. He was a character that you know I didn't have. In multiple playthroughs of arcade mode I just like left him at the back end of my team and uh, just you know had him come and get the easy kill at the end of Galactus and I was playing on very easy so I mean I beat all of arcade mode but I haven't like tried anything beyond that right we need to like make a disclaimer I can't believe we forgot to do at the beginning that we're not like going totally casual on this you know kind of analysis but we are not pros by any means. not by a long shot I mean, I think as far as mission mode goes, like for most of the characters, we can get to like, you know, maybe clear five or six of them, but anything beyond that, unless it's characters, you know, we're specializing in, eh, it, it gets tricky. Um, now that we said that, uh, Arthur, you know, the uh, the God Bracelet, um, nice hyper combo. Um, mm-hmm. The golden armor, the, just the fact that, you know, for it's for several characters when you can sub them out, and then they retain that property and the timer doesn't go down, and then it beefs yeah. on their assists. That's
0: Yeah, that's awesome. very
1: helpful. Um but yeah, he is definitely just a a projectile game character. If you get in close on Arthur, he's uh he's more or less done. Not like some yeah. other characters, but it's all about the keep away with the lances and the, the daggers and everything.
0: Yeah. And uh I would actually say that I'm not good at all with Arthur. Like a lot of, it's pretty easy for opponents to block his projectiles from what I've seen. So mm-hmm. if you're somebody like me who mostly plays rushdown characters, then you're probably not going to be able to do a whole lot with Arthur. So I would recommend he's worth a shot. He might find you like him, but I can't honestly say that he's one of my favorites by any stretch of the imagination.
2: Yeah,
1: uh, Dormammu is another character who doesn't use like projectiles, per se, but is just really good at zoning.
0: Yeah, the, he's very good at control, hold,
1: purification, um, uh, power of the, power of the, power of the creator. <laughs> um, I mean, pretty solid character. Um, not really one of my favorites, again. Um, I, I prefer rushdown characters, because I, I just like that that attacking spirit. Not to say that like zoning's cheap by any means, but it's just not my style. Know. Um the the blue flame on his head, alternate costume, awesome. As as Fleisch would say, Hey, your
0: head's on fire. I love that.
1: <laughs> um Chaotic Flame, you got the uh floating ball, and then his level Dark three,
0: that
1: that'll like that'll get you as long oh. as you're on the ground. That's insane.
0: Yeah, that's pretty strong. It's a pretty strong one. And I've seen some stuff where some combos where you can like on the gr- hit people on the ground when they're still like recovering from an uh, aerial combo or something, but hmm. it's so specific. You have to be like there's a split second where it'll work and that's about it. So you have to be very careful when you're trying to do that. Otherwise, you'll just end up wasting three bars. Yeah. But I I'm not a huge fan of Dormammu's playstyle, but I do like him. Uh, I kind of I like characters who can zone, be able to really control space like that. And he's got a lot of options between w- between uh, his purification and dark hole. That obviously is good for controlling space in any respect. But also, he's got the uh, power of the creator and the power of the destroyer. And basically, based on which combinations of those you choose, you've got a lot more options as to how you can uh, mess with people, keep them at bay, mm-hmm. be it your meteor storm, the spikes, whatever have you. And there's a lot you can do with that. Like, I especially like if you do uh, three levels of power of the creator, they're base- and it actually connects, then they're trapped on the ground. So after that point, there's a lot you can do in terms of uh, combos. So mm-hmm. it helps out a lot. Absolutely. Um
1: Chris Redfield is a character that I am considering uh involving in my team. Um his projectile game is amazing. Like the, you know, quarter circle forward medium and heavy with the uh what was it like the assault rifle and the shotgun, ridiculous amounts of damage. Um you know, his hyper combos are pretty reliable and he will beat you pretty soundly, you know, with this combination punches, stun rods, i think he's got a you know nice set of options to him
0: i agree i like how uh i like his uh move where you can uh basically force yourself down onto the ground as a as a duranjo player in tvc i Mm -hmm. use that to my advantage a lot and it's worked out well for me so far it's good for blocking the uh taller characters like sentinel good for playing against them and uh I also really like Chris's uh, flamethrower move. It's good for keeping people at bat. does a lot of chip damage, so even if you're up against somebody, you can still inflict a lot on them. So, mm. And uh, I agree, his uh, hyper combos are very reliable. Um, his all-or-nothing one where he uses all his weapons, that's gotten me out of quite a few scrapes in the past. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of Chris, but I can definitely see myself getting more used to him as time goes on. Bring the pain, bring Bring the pain, pain.
1: bring the pain, um, Hulk, uh, some people like Hulk. I am not one of those people. Um, (laughs) what can I say about Hulk? He was another one that I just like threw in the back of one of my teams and just, you know, only put in for like the final hit of something. I I just don't like controlling characters that big. It, maybe it's a personal thing, so I, I don't have that much to say about Hulk personally. Um, I think like his normals are just not—they're so different than like any other you know characters' normals as far as you know chaining them together for combos, and you kind of need a, a fair bit of meter when you're playing SM to use, you know, because his his hyper combos are pretty reliable, but. You kinda need them if you're gonna you know get anything really done, or else he's just like a big target with a lot of health
0: that's true like if you can get in close with Hulk, then you're basically golden 'cause once you're in, once you're in close he's got a lot of really powerful both normals and specials, so there's a lot you can do with him I'm not a huge fan of Hulk just because like I can't get used to his playstyle. the gamma charge with suddenly reversing i I'm kind of a button mashy guy, so I'll find myself accidentally moving backwards when I don't want to mm-hmm. and uh, but I can definitely see my I can definitely see a lot of people getting really good with Hulk like even before even before in the older versus games he was a pretty heavy bruiser and I can mm-hmm. I think that Hulk's got a lot of uh, competitive life to him if people can figure out how to find the easiest way to close the gap between him and his opponent
1: mm-hmm and he has funny helmet man yes cat girl golf girl muscle head muscle head <laughs> a whole bunch of those are are awesome nice touches oh it's good uh, for a laugh chun li is currently in my team um very fast character all rush down um has got amazing range on the attack um her level 3 of this you know whatever the spinning bird kick mixed with uh I'm sure you can. What is that one? Um, you know, he's got a really good uh, amount of invincibility on it, and uh, royal finish is is pretty good if you just want to you know cover and lead into more uh, air combos. You know, transfer that into some uh, oh gosh, just you know team aerial combos and all that.
0: Yeah, um, the ground bounce does help with that. And two, yeah. sorry, go ahead. I think I think that super is actually really good. Like. It seems a lot better than uh, her level three from TBC, which I would almost always whiff. I just couldn't get used to it, and uh, she's definitely faster than she's ever been before. Clearly, oh, yeah. fast like uh, the fastest character in the game in terms of attack speed, and I think that she's going to go far in the uh, competitive scene overall.
1: Mm-hmm. The the two air dashes or you know triple jumps, whatever you choose to do is just. So different. And it you know it kinda opens up some more options. Um, you know, in the mission mode, I was just only trying to get used to some of the jump cancel attacks, which is like Amatros is uh you know something to get used to. Yeah. Uh Iron Man is up next, and he likes Dead Girls and Menage a trois action, according to uh, Johnny Utah and Newgrounds. Indeed. Which is a amazing amazing animation if you need to if you haven't seen it yet. Um, Iron Man is another another character that, when, you know, in training mode just set up, you know, the ideal uh, launcher and air combos. What was it? Crouching, 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 standing heavy. Something like that. It's, it's not that easy to get used to. Um, kind of disappointing that, you know, his hypers are normal proton cannon, then angled proton cannon. Although they do a nice amount of damage, um... I think his level 3 makes up for it as far as you know invincibility goes and it really helps for uh, getting those you know achievements for uh the hits when you have like just you know 67 or 68 or whatever on uh on his level 3 there.
0: Yeah, his uh level 3 is pretty versatile. I've seen it uh people cancel from like Wesker's counter super into Iron Man's level 3 and it's It does quite a bit of damage, so if you can get that in the middle of a combo, it's going to really help a lot. And uh, I think Iron Man's probably a little bit better than he was in MVC2 back in the days when you had to pick between him and War Machine, which is still kind of silly.
1: Maybe you'll see DLC, though.
0: I don't know, maybe. Like, they didn't give him a costume, so the option's still open, (laughs) I guess. But uh, I do think... I do like Iron Man. He's got a very good range game with his, uh, unit the smart bombs, obviously proton cannon still just as effective and annoying as it's always been. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I can, de- I can definitely see, uh, if you like, if you like playing uh projectile oriented characters and Iron Man is probably a good choice just because he's got a lot of movement options with his, uh, flight mode. He's decently fast. So He's probably good, best for his assist. If you use the unabeam assist, it's good for closing the gap so you can get the bigger uh, range character, or not the range character, like the uh, bruiser characters like Hulk or Hagar. It's a good way to get them in close and be able to really continue a combo.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Dante is up next. And uh, and what state is it? Oh, yeah, it's the Arkansas. The Arkansas. <sighs> Um Dante, Dante is a counterpick yeah. for everything. Yeah. Um honestly, I have not had the patience to try to learn everything Dante is capable of, but obviously when you know Capcom is saying that you know he has the most special moves out of any fighting game character ever, they do mean it. It's Absolutely. Kind of ridiculous. Um you know, I was seeing some videos on show you can probably about a couple hours ago where someone like almost pulled off like a 200 hit combo just because of all the things he's capable of and even if he goes into like devil trigger mode and he uses the uh, the acid rain um, you're know, just shooting it up in the air to juggle the character there it's it's crazy all the different options Dante has um, you know just outside of the you know day one combos that we saw in early footage where you know launch and then some air combo use the uh, I think it was like the quarter circle back H where he does like the fire spin in the air. Um, you know, cancel it into uh, quarter circle forward, the million dollar hyper combo. We finished stylish. Yahoo! Um, and then you got some, you know, X-Factor cancels. Um, a lot of stuff is possible with Dante. I just have not had the patience to try to actually use all of them. And uh, I just look like I have a very basic Dante. Um, but I think Let's people, do I. yeah, I think it, it's, it kind of reminds me a little bit of Marth and maybe it's just like the whole, you know, sword range kind of character, but a lot, where a lot of things are possible, uh, like, you know, Marth and melee has just a lot of different options with what he can do with his moves and people developed him so far. I think Dante has a bunch of potential, a very high ceiling. Um, and I think he's got the potential to, you know, whenever a tier list is made,
0: he'll, he'll probably be up there. It's probably true. I think Dante's biggest asset is the fact that he basically has an answer to whatever your opponent's playstyle is. So if they're if they've got a good range game, Dante's got a lot of options to uh get in close and fight them, or he's got plenty of projectiles of his own, so he can fight them on their level, or you can uh play the close range game. Basically you can customize Dante to play him however you want. And until somebody figures out the best way to basically use every move in Dante's arsenal to their advantage, then mm-hmm. that's when he's going to get, like, really good. But I don't see that happening for some time, just because everybody's going to play this character differently, and it's going to take a while before somebody can integrate all those play styles into one. For sure.
1: Um, Magneto, or mag frickin is is uh, up next. I just beat mag frickin Where your curly mustache at?
0: Mustache at. <laughs>
1: Um, so Magneto um, you know people were so disappointed where it's like oh he can't attack from the uh, the triangle jump um, like he could in MVC 2 and oh he doesn't have all his infinites oh 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 school um, let's see his level 3 with the uh, gravity squeeze is really will work pretty much anywhere on the more street. or less it's, it's pretty safe and plus you can combo out of it which is kind of Crazy, um, his theme. Um, while it is a very catchy theme, I I don't like the part where they like, M A
0: G N E T O. The speaking spell. Why? Why? Why do you have that part at the end? That's because speaking spells make everything better,
1: but not that part. Ah, oh, it it just kills the whole. Awesomeness. So that is that theme overall. Um, he's got the Magfreaknito outfit. That is amazing. Yes. Um, nice touch. I'm just. I hope to you know that people just don't do disruptor spam. I think in early videos that kind of annoyed me a little bit that people were doing that. I think he's got you know more to his game than just that. Although he has some weird moves. What was it in one of the missions where it's um it's one of his air attacks. And like you jump, and then it's like curdle, quarter circle forward from the top. Uh, did you do you remember that at all? The mag- yeah, magnetic blast. Weirdest input I've ever seen in a, a Capcom fighting game.
0: Eh, maybe a little, but you know I think that Magnus definitely not as good as he was in MVC two, but he's still a force to be reckoned with if you know how to play him. He's definitely a lot slower than he was before, but. He's still got a solid projectile game. His force field still pretty good for stopping most attacks. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, I don't think he's going to be as widely played as he used to be. But I think there's still going to be quite a few solid Magneto players out there. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, Felicia is so underrated.
0: Absolutely. Like, like Felicia was part of my team in MVC two and. Now I think she's actually even gotten better. Like, her uh, her special where she brings in the uh, little kitten is a huge help because mm-hmm. then it always attacks from above, so you can concentrate on hitting somebody from below, and you basically created an unblockable situation. So they're stuck trying to guard from above. You get in there, you can start a nice combo. Plus, she's got her uh, command uh, special where she can... Uh, build up meter and I think that's probably her biggest uh, asset to the team is just being able to if you can force somebody into like a wall bounce or a ground bounce don't go after them just start building meter it'll mm. take time for them to recover and during that time you can get like a full another super bar so being able to do that is going to be a definite help to people who figure out how to play her. it is a
1: better but not as humorous option like another character Yes, we'll meter. get there. We'll get there. <laughs> um, a lot of skin on Felicia. It cannot be denied in all the different alternate costumes. If True. We're, if we're denying on, if we're talking about that front um, and back, <laughs> and um, I see what you did there. Yeah, clever. Um, but no, Felicia's got a lot of options, and I think people just say like, "Oh, it's it's a cat girl. I don't want to play her," but. I think if you give her a chance, like, she, she'll impress you.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Let's see. The King of Trolls.
0: King ha- of Trolls. Have at it. I love Modoc. He is possibly my favorite character to play by far. Like, basically, if you can zone Analyze Cube, that is your biggest asset. Because if you're bouncing people back and forth between Analyze Cubes then you're powering up your moves while keeping them at bay. And, of course, you can uh, put up the full shield, which people would actually have to super jump over if they want to get past it. So that's Mm going to provide good protection. You can put out his uh, super balloon bomb, which will actually reverse directional inputs for your opponent. So So that initial moment of confusion is all you need to get them stuck in another Analyze Cube combo. And... His su- his psionic blaster super at full power is godlike. And he's just how, how so many much analyze, fun.
1: How many analyzed cubes does it take to get to full power?
0: You can get up to nine levels of understanding. Oh my god. Which, if you can get all of them... the most I've gotten is it's, four. If you can get all of them, which I've gotten... I've managed to pull off multiple times. You can basically get a hundred hit combo just from the laser.
1: Mm-hmm. I remember and when is, people first saw that, it was like, man, Modak is broken, he's got a 100-hit combo just as a super, he does so much damage, and it's like, well, there's a downside. Do that during
0: that. X-Factor, their fears will be proven right. Yeah. Um, and of course, his greatest asset of all. MODAM? Yeah.
1: That theme. Gotta I gotta love I, that I, theme. I, I got a playing in the background here for this final cut of the show, and it is it is undeniable the power of the theme. I, see, I was going to say Modam. Modam is kind of a No, hilarious... Modam
0: only seals the deal on the King of Trolls. <laughs>
1: this is true. Um, Mike Hagar is next. I don't care about spoilers. Mayor of the United States.
0: <laughs> Mayor of the United States. Kind of questionable that he chose Tony as his VP, but we'll let that slide. He wants to get all the ladies for both of them.
1: Fair enough. Um, uh, Hagar, you know, he's got the pipes. He's uh, that the one punching super punch 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 punch. got a, it's it's amusing to watch. I, Hagar, another character. I I'm not crazy about bulky characters. I can't contribute too much about him. Um,
0: I've I've played him a little bit. Like his punch super is actually a little hard to work with because it's one of those mash supers where you get more hits. As oh, you yeah. mash the buttons, but mm. the problem is that it's so it's so specific about when it'll take uh, more button presses. You basically have to have a turbo controller if you want to be able to do anything with it. Yeah, uh, but you know. I'd say Hagger's decent if you know how to use him. Like it's hard for him to get in close just because, uh, obviously, he's a bit of a bigger character. He hasn't got any sort of projectile game his aerial
1: attacks are strange in my opinion like where he's like he's like flopping around
0: up there yeah his aerial attacks are a bit weird and it he's obviously a much slower character so but if you can get in close then you've got a lot of options you've got his pile driver you've got his uh violent axe
2: yeah that
1: one is good
0: and uh like
1: and you've got old man old man haggar you got his lariat
0: His lariat's probably his best asset, because it's literally invincible for its entire duration. So you can use that to basically get past any uh, opponent's defenses, and it makes for a great assist as well. But the problem with it is, like in the original final fight, if you use the Lariat, it takes off a little bit of your health. So Mm. you have to learn to use it sparingly, or else you're going to end up with... Your meter pretty much drained if you keep spamming it,
1: but it's but, a pretty, it's a pretty fair assist when you know when you're healing, you know your red health.
0: Yeah, that's true. And I think that I can see Hagger being a pretty high tier character if people can figure out how to get him past projectile spammers.
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, Phoenix. Uh, or as people should say, Phoenix um that health that health man
0: and that is why you do not want phoenix as your point
1: character ever no although i did play a couple matches against sword hunter i did get to pull off dark phoenix and um especially x-factor dark phoenix it's a it's quite an experience x-factor to, dark
0: phoenix is a beautiful thing
1: it, it is quite an experience um but I don't think it's you know that reliable unless you know you just have her you know you hardly use her you keep subbing her out you somehow try to avoid uh, getting snapped back uh, in for her um, yeah but it's she's uh, she's got potential it's
0: just that health if you're the kind of guy who doesn't use supers much you'll probably want Dark Phoenix on your team just because you're probably going to end a lot of matches with five bars. So you might as well utilize them and use that to your advantage.
1: Yeah. Um, all of her alternate costumes are great. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, Phoenix Inferno is a, a pretty, you know, pretty safe uh, hyper combo. Healing Sphere, I. it's kind of interesting that it only works when your opponent is in the
0: Sphere. Yeah, but if they're in the Sphere, then it recovers very fast. So yeah. it's... It works.
1: But yeah, I mean having X Factor Dark Phoenix, like not only are you pretty much unstoppable in your attacks, like you don't lose the health.
0: Right, there's no chip damage in X Factor.
1: Yeah, not only no chip damage, but you know, when Dark Phoenix is just losing health like she normally does, and then you're gaining back that health in X Factor, I mean your your health's basically not moving.
0: Yeah, and if you somehow manage to pull off Dark Phoenix while you still have one character left, Mm -hmm. then you can tag her out and she'll heal very quickly while she's uh, waiting in the wings. So you can use all of Dark Phoenix's assists, and she'll be recover- still be recovering health. Yeah. So probably the best way to play her is maybe set her as your second character, get her to Dark Phoenix stage, switch out for your third, and then just have her constantly doing her assists, filling the screen with fireballs, while she's recovering health at the same mm-hmm. time.
1: You Just don't be Hulk against Dark Phoenix. It It'll be like... Toho Bullet Hell and you're dying. Yeah, a lot. Um, who's up next? Shenko, who I thought I was gonna, you know, have as one of my characters. I really liked her style of play, but she is definitely more of a zoning character, and so I'm kind of dropping her from my team. Although she is entertaining to play. Although yeah, it's
0: always cool to get Darkstalkers, see get some love, but she's just way too slow for my preferences. Like mm-hmm. you have to be. You basically have to use her swing special to be able to uh, get around effectively.
1: And I don't like that the gong is show sure, you can back. I personally, I, I would have rather had that been something else, maybe like quarter circle, for uh, quarter yeah. circle back.
0: It does seem a little awkward, but it's also her best asset just because of its projectile reflect uh, properties. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm not saying that people can't be great with her because you know she's got you know the the items some of them that she throws that you know just cause the stun state. Oh, absolutely. And, and a lot of follow up there, but it's it's just not a character for me. Yeah. Um, and you know she's got uh she's got the one uh, hyper combo where her sister you know comes in and she's got like the golden uh, super armor yeah,
0: basically. Super armor. Basically, that's the best way to use a sh- use a Shenko is setters your point character right off the bat use that super and then swap her out for somebody else because then you've got super armor on all her assists. Mm-hmm. So it's really helpful for uh keeping people on their toes even when she's not in play.
1: Yeah, yeah this is very true. Um oh goodness. Sentinel is silly. Yes. I- I'm not gonna use the B word because I think it's too early to use the B word in uh in a fighting game such as this. But Sentinel is silly. Um you have the highest health, the highest damage output. Um low or course 4, low rocket punch counter or combos into pretty much all of his hyper combos. Pretty um, much. Yeah, Sentinel is silly. I I think that's all there is to it. You you got the Mango Sentinel which is which is great, but I'm not about to use the B word just yet.
0: Yeah. I think Sentinel's got a lot of uh combo options just based on even some of his normals like set up a set up a Sentinel force, even just the standard one, mm-hmm. go into the uh side heavy laser, down heavy laser. Basically laser combos into laser, which is very silly. So go from that to the lower one into a medium rocket punch, punch forward, and you've basically got... That'll basically take out a quarter of uh, your opponent's life bar Mm -hmm. in four moves, even if they're... It's it's basically another Sentinel, so you've got a nice sort of bread and butter combo in that regard. But I think that... I honestly think that Sentinel's probably going to remain top tier for a while just because Mm -hmm. of his inherent strengths until somebody figures out uh, how to better use basically everybody else in the roster. Like, I think they've done a better job of uh, balancing everybody out this time, but Sentinel is still pretty strong compared to all the others.
1: It's kind of like a sore thumb, and it just sticks out kind of situation, especially when he's yeah. got level 3 X-Factor. It is frightening. Yeah, that's true. Yes. Um, I almost... I remember, like, the, the video you posted in the Show Me News forums of, uh, you know, all the different cartoon goofs that uh, Sentinel did. Of yeah. course!
0: Nah! I am still plugged in!
1: <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I, I'm just not playing him out of principle, for right now at least. I I, I know you're going to face him a lot when you go online, but I'm just avoiding him out of principle for right now.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, Morgan is more or less the same as in TBC with some nice improvements. Like you got uh, her astral projection, or whatever, uh, her hyper combo with down down, and then uh, two attacks. when you cause the uh, the uh, opposite side Morgan, and you got like all the you know the shadow blades and the soul fist going on,
0: that, yeah, uh, it's it's some fun to play with. It's like the ice climbers if you can find some way to to uh desync them, mm-hmm. you've basically gotten unblockable again, yeah, and it works really well. I'm really glad they got rid of her shell kick super that comes from the other side, yeah that was
1: it was a waste,
0: yeah, that was not good, but uh, I do like Morgan. It's a little hard getting used to her from t v c because they change a lot of her properties, like mm-hmm. the uh heavy fist going upwards instead of straightforward fast.
1: Yeah, that like is I have to
0: get, yeah I have to get used to that a little and it's still a little hard to uh, work with her dash just because it does put you in the air but her,
1: her assist I th- that builds meter really good
0: oh most definitely but I think there's a lot to like about Morrigan if you're if you've ever played with her in another game you should probably have you won't have too much trouble getting used to her in this one Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely um, plus it's just good to finally see that stupid sprite gone forever
1: yeah, yeah, and then you got a couple additions, and we'll leave it at that. Yes. Um, she Hulk, aside from uh, causing a a shipping confirmation, if people want to see it that way in her ending, um, don't
0: bring it up. Please. No,
1: I know, I know. It's it's a black mark to me as well. Uh, <laughs> um, she Hulk is is quite the interesting character. Um, kind of annoying when you're facing her when she's got that that heavy attack that leaves you in stun.
0: I think that's actually her best asset is yeah. just being able to stun somebody and then launch into another combo. Especially since the startup for her uh, running starts position, just it takes so long to really charge up all the way. If you can get that, you're basically moving at turbo speed the whole time. So, being able to pull off that grab to uh, leave them stunned will give you a lot of options to charge up and just completely unload on somebody. Mm-hmm. But
1: what the hell is up with her, um, her grabbing hyper, where she you know spins them around? But like she it's launches a- herself at a diagonal
0: the gra the grabbing hyper is an aerial grab, so if your opponent's above you then you can uh use that to your, as an anti air and really sort of get the drop on' them. Mm-hmm. but she's also got the other one with the uh drop kick, which yeah. is it's you can either stop at the drop kick or more sensically you can uh keep that going with uh quarter circle special to get up to three hits. And that ends up doing a lot of damage if you can pull it off.
1: Hmm. The fact that you know Sunday driver, the car still comes through if you whiff—that's a nice touch. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's pretty helpful.
1: Um, but yeah, we we will not make any more mention of Phoenix Wright shippings. Nope.
0: I'm just, I'm just I'm glad that he's getting some representation in the game, but some, I'm still yeah. holding out hope for DLC. You would, you would. You would too. Don't I, I, piss this on me. I know I
1: would, but I've accepted it that it, it won't happen because Capcom hates us. Wah wah wah. Um, Ryu. We already talked about Akuma a little bit. How Ryu is kind of overclassed in many ways, in my opinion, save for his uh, Shinku Hadoken. Um, but you know he's he's still got some potential. He he can do some things. Um, True. what else can we say about Ryu? He's pretty standard. I, I remember, he's you know, the,
0: basically, he's basically TVC Ryu. Mm-hmm. If you knew, if you played him in that, then more or less everything carries over.
1: Yeah. I was going to say the comment Seth made at you know, one time where he's like, someone was like, oh, is he better than TVC Ryu? He's like, oh yeah, he's better than TVC Ryu, but it's just that, you know, everyone else is ridiculous. And so he kind of gets dwarfed a little bit and that's, that's kind of what it is, I, I A little guess. Bit. A little bit. Um, what else can we say about Ryu? He's got his Shoryukens, his Tatsumaki Senpukyakus, um... <laughs> and he's got the uh the one attack that I don't know the name that automatically causes the wall bounce. That's pretty nice.
0: The Donkey Kick?
1: Yeah, not the Donkey Kong, the Donkey Kick. Um... It's things. hard. It's
0: kind of hard to uh, combo after that one, just because you're usually using it from the opposite side of the mm. screen. Yeah. So you can't. So unless you're in the corner, you can't really do much with that one, except create space.
2: Yeah.
0: Which is and helpful in its own right.
1: Andy's Kyle A.
0: That's true. And a bit of an update for Show Me Your News listeners. I'm actually going to be playing against Kyle A. in Marvel vs. Capcom 3 sometime later next month, and I will be live streaming these matches. So. Tune in whenever in March,
1: and uh, Game Buddy will too, right? I believe so. That's pretty awesome, man. I mean, was that through like his like a Twitter contest? How did you like enter that and all?
0: I posted my gamer tag on Twitter,
1: and you were selected. That's it. Awesome! Yes, yeah, that is that is great.
0: Yes, um, I will definitely be letting listeners know when that happens. So keep your eyes peeled.
1: You get to like you do you get to like have a mic with him and all that.
0: Uh we'll definitely be voice chatting so sweet
1: sweet just don't be that fan and be like hey hey Kyle say all your moves as you do them
0: No I've al- I've met Kyle twice I've already gotten the creepy fanboy stuff out of the way
1: <laughs>
0: Just like just don't be that guy don't be that guy Um no air
1: dash for Ryu is a disappointment
0: Yeah that's true but I, I don't I don't think he really needs it like you can use his uh heavy Tatsumaki to basically move through the air it's a little easier it's a lot safer too i think so Mm -hmm. i actually think his tatsumaki is probably his best asset because it's good for uh closing the gap and it's good for getting multiple hits in at once so i think if you can figure out the best way to get into that then that's probably going to be his best asset going forward
1: Mm -hmm. yep yep absolutely spider-man is up next, um, maximum spider, um,
0: web swing,
1: and oh gosh,
0: I've been ball. playing Spider-Man a lot more. Like he's got a great projectile game. His web throw, his uh, web throws, helpful if you can uh, see where your opponent's going to land. So it's good both as an anti-air and just offensively. It does a lot of damage. Plus. His uh, web swing's good for closing the gaps. Kind of hard to continue the combos after, but mm-hmm. if you can get in close, it's pretty hel- it's uh, pretty helpful. And uh, he's got a lot of options. Super wise. Maximum spider's obviously his best super, just because it automatically homes in on your opponent. So, yeah.
1: now, I'm having some difficulty in the mission where you have to take his sweep, cancel it into spider sting. And make sure that you do the uh, spider bite at the top of that. Yeah. And then c- cancel that into maximum spider. I don't know. I'm, I'm having some some difficulty with that one.
0: Spider sting is not nearly as good as some of the other Shoryuken equivalents in this game. At least from what I've seen. This is this is
1: very true. Um, he does have Maggie. And he's got his dude you suck taunt.
0: Yeah. And... I gotta admit, I'm just happy because Josh Keaton is playing Spider-Man again, and I love the spectacular Spider-Man. That was such a good show. Mm -hmm. He is a good choice. Yeah, and of course you like him because he's young Ocelot, so... I do.
1: Guilty. Guilty as charged. Um, Spencer is up next. Damian Clark. Indeed. Toguro. And,
0: And Spencer... I can't. I uh, can't get good with him because no, he's just very. He's kind of awkward to use. I'm not. I was never good with Hazma and Blaze Blue and Spencer's got sort of the same thing going where he's got the bionic arm, so he can uh, close. He can close the gap pretty easily, but once you get there, it's. I don't know. Like, he's good for sort of a hit and run strategy where you can uh, get in close, hit somebody, and then quickly move away using the arm, but. He's just otherwise so slow and very sort of a heavy character. There's not a whole lot that I can do with him personally. I mean, I can definitely see other people getting good with him if they can figure out how to uh, maximize his movement, get in, get a solid hit, move out of the way again. But I we he, yeah. he's not for me. Not for me.
1: I would say that if there is any character that was. Not as cared for and maybe the, the least played character now I think it would be Spencer. Spencer That's probably was, true. Spencer was like nowhere in all of the uh all the hype that was building for this game, and I, I kinda don't mind. Um I I it does there's no attachment to me that he's in this game.
0: I think people are still bitter that it's not the uh NES or rearmed look.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with that um we're gonna make it rain now with storm because god damn the uh ice storm hyper combo full screen more or less crazy chip damage what the hell capcom what the hell
0: it's storm did you really expect anything less i mean She's definitely slower than she was in uh, MVC 2, but mm-hmm. she's basically still got just as many moves and just as many options as before. Yeah. It's, a little hard, it's a little harder just because of the decrease in speed, but she's still got her lightning attack for quick movement around. She's still got her full screen. She's still got the lightning attack, which was more or less full screen. Mm-hmm. She's got the uh, hailstorm, which is great for uh, finishing up combos or inflicting heavy chip damage.
1: Yeah. It's and then you know, also the uh, the typhoons.
0: Yeah, the typhoons are helpful. The whirlwind's great for putting distance between you because if you've got like a heavy whirlwind going, you've basically instantly put the entire screen between you and your opponent.
2: Mhm.
1: It's it's yeah. She, she's definitely going to be up there, uh, unless someone finds something that is not good about her, which I doubt. She'll be up there whenever this comes out i mean she's just a very good character probably although i've never been a like a comic book junkie kind of person but i never knew that her first name was ororo
0: ororo you know, monroe yep
1: that's it's a funny name <laughs> especially when you know sword hunter is a, a Roni kenshin fan he's like Oro? ah what dance Trish is up uh, next for the Capcom side. Um, I didn't think I would like playing as her, but she's another character that is kind of on the fringe of my team. Um, was the uh quarter circle back and heavy when she sends out the scythe like a
2: a
0: boomerang. boomerang special? Oh man,
1: not only this, not only yeah, the special and the hyper combo are great. Um, I haven't played with the trap games that much they I'm sure they're effective but um she's got you know she's again she's a good blend like Deadpool of you know rushdown potential and you know some zoning keep away
0: yeah and like Cap's uh shield slash uh the boomerang combo is good for breaking an opponent's guard if you need to so it's pro, it's probably gonna help her out a lot going forward and I'd like to get used to uh, Trisha's traps a little more. I, too, haven't been using them as much as I probably should, but its I'd say that she's got a decent chance of uh, doing well in the future. A lot of people seem to be gravitating towards her, and she seems to be getting a lot of playtime, so we'll see how that ends up.
1: And it was a good cameo in her ending.
0: Of the other Marvel character that I most wanted for DLC. Well, we'll talk about DLC. So you know, Yeah, we'll get to we'll... DLC later
1: um super scroll um yeah so that uh that noob combo of a uh, grab into tenderizer into the uh that charging uh hyper combo it's it's beautiful it works it works so well um and it's Alternative- actually easy to pull off
0: yeah alternatively force a ground bounce with meteor smash to Catch up to somebody, get him in the air, hit the inferno uh, hyper combo. It works really well, although I haven't gotten the, the hang of you know how to
1: to land like the positioning of his uh, his level three yet.
0: Uh, it's like it's like Taskmaster's arrows. Depending on which two buttons you hit,
2: oh. it'll uh,
0: give you a different location. Like I think it's low and medium for the right side, low and high for the middle, and medium and high for the right.
1: That one makes sense considering I only always do low and medium. Huh. Okay, good to know. Um but yeah, he's you know with his tenderizer, he's got the orbital charge um the, the grab ranges or you know you can, you can be anywhere and you can get grabbed. That's it's insane. Um
0: Yeah, I think his meteor smash is actually his best asset just because it's good for uh Getting in close and inflicting damage. So, if they if you get uh, hit and you don't block during when the meteor smash comes down, that's a ground bounce right off the bat, opening yeah. up uh, possibilities for him to start comboing you. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to be a pretty strong character. I think so. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: Tron is a character that I am terrible at. It maybe it maybe it's just the whole bulkiness again, but. There is nothing about Tron that I can play and perform well. Even her oh taunt, it it doesn't save her in my eyes.
0: I think she just takes some getting used to. I'm sure that, uh, well, obviously a lot of people played Tron in uh, MVC2, and while her beam spam special will sorely be missed... I think there's still going to be a lot of Tron players going forward. She, I'm still a little questioning the uh, decision to make uh, her drill special a reverse dragon punch. That seemed yeah. a little silly to me.
2: Yeah,
0: but I think she's got I think she's got a decent chance. Obviously, she's got great projectile game, and she can uh, really do heavy damage when she gets in close with her uh, downward smash, the drill, the boulder throw, all that stuff. And obviously, her level three suplex attack is does huge damage. So, yeah, no complaints here. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, Tasky, I, I think Taskmaster combos when you see them strung together, they're they're one of my favorites as far as aesthetically how they look when they they're all strung together. I think Taskmaster is one of the more impressive ones.
0: Yeah, I think Taskmaster is just a really good defensive character because he's got three different combo variations, two of them for physical attacks and one for reflecting projectiles. So he's basically got an answer to whatever you throw at him. Plus his uh, web swing, or his uh, spidey swing rather, mm-hmm. is good for clear both clearing the gap and getting people into the air so you can uh, get them into a combo. And, uh, like, I really think his uh, secret move counter super yeah. is really helpful no matter what. Does, it's got decent damage uh, output and it blocks anything uh, aside from, I think, certain projectiles. So it's good. For, if you're a defensive player, it's probably good to stick with Taskmaster because there's a lot you can do with him, both in terms of his counters and his projectiles. And that theme. Oh, that theme is so good! So good, so good. And it's Steve Bloom. It is Steve Bloom. Two yeah. characters in one. Yeah, I mean, you can't you can't go wrong
1: with Steve Bloom. Um, true. Speaking of um, voice actors, the fact that Dee Bradley Baker is not voicing Beautiful Joe,
0: I'm still bitter, but I'll get over it.
1: It, it detracts a little, but Joe is it retains so much from T.V.C. Um, I think
0: he's better than ultimate all stars but still not quite as good as he was in cross generation of heroes
1: that's true when like, panda was owning face with uh Japanese Joe
0: yeah, like I think he's got a little bit better damage output his uh air Joe is better than it was in ultimate all stars but not as good as uh cross generation. Thankfully,
1: Desperado doesn't have the
0: longest startup of all oh, time. Oh my gosh! Yes, uh, the uh, blast doesn't travel as quickly, but it's fair enough if you. It's a fair enough trade because I don't want that three-second startup time or whatever.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so
1: you got uh, to be close to get those launchers in.
0: Yeah, and I never used his uh, slow and zoom super much, so it doesn't affect me too much. That it's uh, gone, yeah, yeah. because it's so hard to get it to land. And uh, like you mentioned his uh, slow special earlier, but that's an even big. I prefer the actual name because it's such a bigger slap in the face. Because it's (laughs) called the beautiful God hand. Yeah, everybody who wanted Gene just got like the biggest slap in the face when they saw that.
1: I, I don't care. I'm still calling it the beautiful hand job. I know. That's what it is. Come on. How he's pulling those hands away. I know. I know. Uh, And then you're so lethargic afterwards. Uh,
0: You like that? Let's let's go to the next character please.
1: Heed my words evildoers. If thou dost not blah 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 blah. (laughs) Down Down Fierce Man. We talked about it on a past episode of Show Me Your News and uh it's, it's tough to pull out for Thor uh, because he is so slow and you need so much time to build up that meter well. Um, yeah, and
0: I think that slowness is probably his biggest detractor because a lot of his, uh, even his projectile attacks, they just take so much startup time and he moves so slowly both in how he moves and how he attacks that if you can actually hit with him, he does a lot of damage. But the problem is that it takes so long to set up those attacks that it's just not viable for guys like me. Mm-hmm. So,
1: although for people like Seth, I mean, Seth the oh, says that Thor is is great, and if you got the uh, the technical prowess to pull it off, by all means, please do, and uh, show us how great he is because he's got potential. Um, but for those of us who are just really trying to get into the game and you know we're not like big you know fighting game gearheads and junkies and all that who spend days after days after days in training mode um yeah, thor isn't that viable for people like us
0: yeah i mean i'm sure there's going to be a lot of people who can figure out how to use him really well but i'm wholeheartedly admitting i'm not one of those people mm-hmm. and uh crimson viper is up next Um, she's got
1: the focus attack. Um, she's got her EXs. It's like, if you took Street Fighter 4 and put it in the craziness that is Marvel vs. Capcom 3. It is quite the interesting mix. Um, although... Yeah, I
0: don't feel like I can play Viper as well as I could in, uh, Street Fighter 4. Just because it's so much faster and it's harder Mm -hmm. for me to get used to. Yeah, But... If you played Viper in Street Fighter 4 and you can get used to the speed, then you basically know how to play her in MVC. And I think that a lot of people are going to really like using her, even though I'm sure there were a lot of other Street Fighters that people wanted first.
1: This is true. Um, But she does pull together some really nice-looking combos. Um, In mission mode, (laughs) I am stuck on the one where you have to... Yeah, you know, the ones in mission mode where you have to come and start with an air attack drive me nuts because yeah. I'd, I'd rather just start on the ground and build that up. Yeah, but, likewise. Uh but when it starts with like a air air heavy, crouching low, crouching mid, standing heavy um No, I'm sorry. It's no, it's no, it's air heavy, standing low, standing It's stupid. Mid,
0: Let's leave it at that.
1: Crouching heavy. Um, medium thunder knuckle, and then I cannot, for the life of me, I cannot cancel it into burst time, which is quarter circle back for hyper. I I don't know what it is, but, um, that's what I'm stuck on. Um, but you know, she does have a lot of options. You know, if you've definitely played as her in Street Fighter 4, she's got the thunder knuckle, she's got the flame kick, which is, or the blaze kick, whatever, which is an overhead, so you can set up some nice, uh, options there if you got her nice and assist. Yep. Um, Although the gold costume, not a fan. Too much gold. It's the Rufus look. But she's skinny, and Rufus is not skinny.
0: This is also true in <laughs> Italy, but we can work past this.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of golden characters, Wolverine is pure rushdown and pure Snicks. madness, and more Steve Bloom true
0: Uh, he's been doing the character for 10 years he gets
1: a pass this is true um wolverine is is a lot of fun i think you know very beginner easy uh you know easy for people to jump into um just you know just for the fast pace it's a lot of fun to play berserker barrage fatal claws really really nice hyper combo
0: absolutely And, uh, I think his best, uh, special is actually his Berserker Charge, just because it makes him so much faster, and allows him to, uh, really do a lot more with a lot less, you know?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Berserker Slash to, you know, get around the guard.
0: Yeah, Berserker Slash is definitely a very good, uh, attack to use if you, uh, need to get past somebody's blocks. And, uh... Basically, if you knew Wolverine in any of the previous Versus games, and he has appeared in them all, so probably yes, mm-hmm. then you'll probably know how to play Wolverine now. So, I, I mean, say It's Power Rangers, man. It's Power Rangers. Oh, it's so Power Rangers. It, it's
1: got to pump you up in some way, you know? This is true. I don't know. Uh, Wesker is the last person on my quote-unquote team that is consisting of Deadpool, Wesker, and Chun-Li. Um, Wesker is... A lot of fun. Um, You know, a lot of bulky characters, like, you can tell when, like, they're just beating the crap out of you. Like, it it just feels heavy, but, like, you can tell that because their size, like, it's almost inherent. Wesker beats the crap out of you, and he's a normal human being. It just, his
0: attacks, Wesker is not normal. Wesker is not normal. The Uroburos.
1: Did you ever see the video? I can't, who linked it? I can't even remember. The Old Spice? Yeah, the Old Spice spoof.
0: I saw it a month before everybody else did
1: <laughs> Great video, if you haven't seen it, with uh, Wesker's voice actor doing an Old Spice spoof.
0: Dude, I've got him doing like the uh, answering machine messages on my cell phone. That's awesome. Seven minutes. Seven minutes is all I have to take this call.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's so good. For sure. Um, he's got Maximum
1: Wesker... Which will pretty much home in on you. Not that strong, but it's it's pretty safe.
2: Um, yeah, but it
0: also covers the whole screen, so yeah. chances are it'll be a good asset just for keeping people at bay. But I think Wesker's uh, best ability is just his teleport. Like gun cancels into teleport, mm-hmm. punch cancels into teleport, everything cancels into teleport, and it works so well. It's good for keeping people on your on their toes just constantly jumping around, they won't see it coming. And did and... I
1: mention he beats the crap out of you?
0: Yeah, that happens a lot.
1: His his damage output is pretty strong. Um his his counter super is also really really good and um just to be able to counter into or not not counter combo into his level 3 is also pretty pretty uh, easy. Yeah. So, Wesker man, he's, he's he'll be pretty good.
0: Most definitely. He's got potential.
1: You say I have nowhere
0: to go. Another one of the characters I've started to main, actually. Not surprising. It's...
1: X-23 is Sword Hunter's favorite character. And she does a lot of things, in my opinion, better than Wolverine.
0: I'd actually have to agree there. Like, I think that the best part of her is that she's got... She's so fast with all her strikes. Basically every one of her normals usually hits for like at least two. So mm-hmm. if you can, uh, get in close, if you can get in close, she actually moves very close to the ground. So it's easy to lower her hitbox, get past a lot of, uh, the taller characters attacks. And she I can think charge that, some of them up
1: to, to break the pace.
0: Yeah, that's true. And I think that just works really well for her. So like, I don't know what it is, just something about her it's better than Wolverine in my opinion, and I think she's probably gonna be a permanent fixture on my team for a while.
1: Yeah. Um I like that her level three. Um at least like it's you know, you get to keep the invincibility and the ability to land that big blow for a little while. It's not like, oh, if you get hit you lose that power, which it easily could have been
0: yeah I like that would that be you get, I like that you retain foreshot. that power for a little while
1: or that that potential to to land that killer below
0: yeah that does help a lot
1: mm-hmm and I mean just it's 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 nice to see the differences between you know a character that early on they thought like, oh, she's a clone, yeah well, she's a clone literally, but eh maybe she's a clone character, and there shouldn't be clones and blah 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 blah. After the whole Smash clone thing, it's it's good to see, you know, another game that makes distinct differences between, uh you know, characters that appear similar but really aren't.
0: Except Akuma.
1: Except Akuma. But no, he's got purple lightning, therefore it's different. Um, right. <laughs> Zero is the last character we get to go over, not really in depth like this, but get to cover and we're already making this podcast just so long it 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 can't be helped when we talk about yeah. 30 plus characters. Um Zero is supposedly different than like a lot of the same properties than in TVC but not as good, which I like because seeing Zero just being kind of obsessively used at Evo and the same combo over and over again, especially in the um Kind of got old, yeah. Just, just saying. Um, although it's JYB doing the voice, um, Johnny Young Bosch, his theme is amazing.
0: I love Zero's theme. It's, so, it's so much better than the original version, just because it's not the same five seconds looped over and over again.
1: Mhm. No, it, it is, it is great. Um, but yeah, it's. I would say it's his, uh, his level three is one of the most anticlimactic attacks.
0: It's a little underwhelming compared to Darkhold, but it's also a lot easier to hit with.
1: Very true. Just a
0: big ol' cut
1: across the screen. Um, Anything else? His, his alternate costumes are awesome.
0: Yeah, I think he actually like, has...
1: The best set.
0: Yeah, the best set. Although that also takes a lot, of pe- a lot of people off because that's <laughs> three potential Mega Man characters that get uh, the shaft in favor of Zero. Dude, I'm so over like the Mega Man should have been in hype. Maybe it's
1: just me, but I- I'm I'm over it. Yeah.
0: I g- I can understand why, but I- it doesn't bother me too much. Like I don't know, meh. So we got some recent news to go
1: over. Um, the first one was in the trailer uh, that you know came out on launch, launch day. Trailer. We uh we came across the first plan that uh, Capcom has for downloadable content, uh which you know involves six characters. You got Chris, Ryu, Dante, Iron Man, Cap, and Thor, uh, with some pretty nice skins. Um, you got Stars Chris, you got Street Fighter, uh, Ryu, red hair and all. Um, Sparta Dante. Uh, original Thor, uh, Super Soldier Cap, and Iron Patriot. And um, I, I, the thing I like about the Super Soldier Cap is that you know it's, it's actually model swaps. Like his shield is actually a normal shield size, yeah. Like a circle. Um, I, I think you know the original Street Fighter Ryu is a great touch. Um, the thing is, as we'll talk about very soon, apparently these are on disc. And so it, there's a whole other discussion that is, you know can be had about, you know, paying for stuff that is on disc and just needs to be unlocked.
0: Well, yeah, but I think the fact that there are going to be alternate outfits just opens up a lot of new possibilities. Because you know they're not going to stop at just these six. Oh, very true. And there's a lot lot of really cool options that a lot of the other characters have in terms of potential alternate outfits that I'd really like to see explored. So
1: we'll Zangy see how that Hagar,
0: anyone? Oh, it's it's gotta happen, no doubt. Like it's gotta. There's a lot that I really like to see. Obviously, Spencer with the rearmed look, that's a must.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh Mega Man Zero version of Zero, probably. Uh Joe Fix It for Hulk, that would be absolutely hilarious.
2: <laughs> uh
0: the Udon Taskmaster I would gladly pay money for just because yeah. I really like that look.
1: There are a lot of options. I mean, especially just for like a lot of the more, you know. Humanoid shapes. I think there's Spidey's got like twelve you can pick from. (laughs) This is true. Like there's what the new one that they've got for Marvel where it's kind of like got a white uh, theme going on. That's pretty neat. Um, But yeah, I think it's gonna be you know on March first, four hundred Microsoft points or five bucks on the PlayStation
0: Network five bucks for six costumes, and that's also the same day that the first Shadow Mode pack is uh, mm-hmm. going to be released. Don't have any pricing information on that yet, but I would imagine they're not going to charge much for it, if any.
1: Yeah, I, I would hope that the first one would be free, and then maybe do a little bit of payment for uh, for the other ones that would be in the future. The first hit's always free. Oh, snap. Um, So... Now that, you know, the game is actually out, the full disc version, people have gone through certain means to go data mining through the disc and see what's actually on there. Um, So we got Jill and Shuma Garath, who are going to be coming out on March 15th as uh, as downloadable content characters. According to the people who went through the disc, Shuma is complete on disc already. And uh, Jill is incomplete. Uh, She's missing a lot of, uh, you know, tag-in audio, um, a lot of the ending, you know, uh, audio bits. Uh, She isn't really balanced properly. Some of her attacks are, you know, like one of her hyper combos is really weak, but she is still playable. Um,
0: And that basically supports a lot of the evidence we had heard because last Capcom said... Was that basically Schuma was done, Jill was still being worked on, and this was back in like December or maybe early january
2: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, like i I can't say I'm entirely surprised that there's some stuff on there. I'm a bit surprised that there's as much there as there is, but at the same time, you can't really be all too surprised like I think the original plan from what I understand was that Schuma was going to be on the disc originally, like alongside Frank, but Frank got cut, as we all know, mm-hmm. and then Schuma got basically removed to keep the sides even, so he's probably been done, and they just decided to put him up as DLC so they wouldn't waste the work that was already done. And as for Jill, I imagine she just got started later, and they decided to just put whatever was finished on the disc while they were still refining her so that they wouldn't have to take up as much space with the uh, actual DLC. Because basically, the way Microsoft and Sony have it set up, the bigger the DLC, the more it costs for them to host it on their servers. Mm -hmm. So if Capcom has a way to basically reduce the size of that, keep it small, save some money, then that's probably what they're going to do. And it makes perfect sense from a business standpoint.
1: It does. Um, I'm not as crazy as some people are about the whole oh data on like for that reason um oh you know data on disk why do we have to pay for it um if the stuff's like incomplete then like i'll pay money for it and maybe it's just you know my attachment to this game and how long i've waited for it and like i was following all the hype on it like i'm okay with paying money for more content
0: Exactly, no. I mean, like it's extra dev dollars, so paying for it is justified anyway. To uh, sort of re- to uh, remake the uh, money that was spent putting these characters together, plus, like we've established, these characters are incomplete technically, and you're only paying five bucks per character compared to the eight for Blaze Blue, and especially considering that these characters are like fully integrate with their own missions, their own arcade mode endings, all that stuff.
1: I also don't want to hear about complaining about paying for, you know, especially Jill and Shuma in particular. If you had the opportunity to get the special edition of the game and passed on it, I don't want to hear from you.
0: Yeah, that's that was a bad call on uh, the part of a lot of people. And uh, furthermore, Jill and Shuma are the only characters... That are on the disc in any capacity. Like, going a little forward, there have been uh, rumors that people have found, uh, like, placeholder data for Frank West and Dr. Octopus, but that's just it. It's placeholder data. People have actually gone in, and aside from a couple file names, there is literally no data there. So, mm-hmm. any more DLC characters going forward are not on the disc in any capacity. It's all completely separate. So,. There's no argument that can be made that you're missing out on something that you deserved in that respect. Absolutely.
1: What, what do you think if if that rumor does hold true and Frank and Doc Ock are the uh, two other DLC characters, would you be content with that?
0: I'd be content with that just for Frank because, mm-hmm. again, he's one of my mains in TVC, so I will gladly pay money to get him back in the game. Yeah, But... I think Doc Ock's a good choice. I think there's a lot of uh, interesting gameplay stuff they can do with him. And I'm eager to see if it's true, and if so, how they integrate him. Although it does kind of make me question Capcom's bizarre love of tentacled characters for DLC.
1: <laughs> this is true. This is Maybe, very it true. Sells
0: in J- Maybe it sells better in Japan because of that, I don't know.
1: There you go. I, I wouldn't doubt it. Um, I'd be okay with it. Um, I'm, I'm one of the Gambit fans for for Marvel. I think I, I would want to see Gambit uh, take the Marvel spot. But if it's Doc Ock, I mean, and you you can come up with a, you know, a new style of character, uh, you know, to play as, I I'd, I'd be all right with that. And you know, Frank yeah, is Frank is great in in TVC. Real Mega Buster? Are you kidding? Like we need, we, need, we need that in Marvel. Come on.
0: Yeah. Although I will say that he's probably not going to have his same level three because there's no way that Servbot head is fitting on Modok or Sentinel. <laughs> oh but, let, me, uh, let me get a
1: bigger one. Donk. Yeah. Although I I would I would be very pleased to see a a up of either of those with Servbot, Servbot heads.
0: It will be fan art now. Just wait. Just wait.
1: If you think I'm in, uh, if you think I've evolved beyond the joys of Having a silly head you'd be wrong
0: you would be wrong
1: um, let's get into some mail time questions to wrap up this uh, the show me Your new special We just got a letter We just got a letter we just got a
2: letter we just got a letter Wonder who it's from
1: First one comes from game buddy. If you could add two characters, two new characters, to the roster, a hero and a villain, from other companies or franchises outside of Marvel and Capcom, who would they be? Give details on their appearance, voice actor, moveset, stage, hyper combos, etc. Oh, I should have thought this through a little more. And I pulled this together a couple hours ago.
0: I've got my first hero character. Alright, alright. Go for it believe it or not not banjo
1: wow i am i am stunned
0: nope nope that would be the obvious answer and i'm not for doing what people expect first of all i don't know who this game buddy guy is his name sounds stupid but i would say my hero character is uh actually sort of a capcom character just because just because of? you wouldn't expect Sort of. In two thousand, there's a little Game Boy Color game called Shantae. Oh
2: yeah.
0: Developed by WayForward, developed by Way Forward, published by Capcom. And it took ten and it took ten years for them to get a sequel out. Just came out for D S I, and ironically, if I get a three D S, that's going to be the first game I download. Not a three D S game, a DSI game. Mm-hmm. But I am very, very looking forward to playing that. And I think Shantae has got a lot of interesting options as a character. Uh, For those who don't know, Shantae is basically a half-genie character who basically can do belly dances to transform, uses her hair like a whip. And uh, I think there's a lot of cool moveset potential. She's got a flash kick-like move in the games, diving kick, uh, she can transform into a monkey, an elephant, a mermaid, a hawk or a harpy excuse me. Uh like a little Tinkerbat minion type thing. And I think that those transformations could easily be integrated into her uh supers. Like she could do the turn into the elephant and do a charge move. Uh she could do like turn into a Tinkerbat and that would give her an entirely different moveset for like, one of her super things and just have that as, like, a temporary thing where she's got, like, a super small hitbox but does huge damage output. Mm -hmm. And uh, I I just really love that game, and I'd love to see her get brought into the Versus series. And since the first game was published by Capcom, they could theoretically work something out, I suppose.
1: Well, as far as licensing goes, mine would not work out. You gave a hero, I'll give a villain. Um, since we have Sentinel in the game, there does not exist the excuse anymore of this character is too big. And some. Oh, you're know going it. there, aren't you? I'm, I'm doing it. I'm going there. Really, for brawl, I mean Marvel versus Capcom three.
0: Oh. I, I mean, that
2: you
1: guy you way. could see it happening, man. I mean, you got you got beam supers. Beam supers are possible. Um, I think a level three would have to be a grab where he takes him, you know, hold like in a like a Metroid other M. You got Samus, you know, dragging her along the edge of uh of the stage, causing a lot of damage there. Um, I think you, I mean, obviously for voice actor, there's it's it's Ridley. You got shrieks and growls and whatever. Um, a stage. Hmm. I I don't want to go the you know dead al- dead or alive uh, option and just do that. Metroid other M stage or whatever, but uh, you know, hyper combos. Let's see, one more hyper combo. You could probably just do like sort of like a assault, sort of scratching tail, slash, and all that. But um, yeah, Ridley, Ridley for Marvel three. Let's get on board. Let's get on get on the crazy train. Cause you can't be too big for this game. It,
0: it's it's just not. I, I can I can get behind that. I can get, I can definitely get behind that. Like maybe a meta Ridley super. There you go. That could happen. That could happen. Yeah, you could have a meta Ridley as just like hyper armor.
1: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah, and then yeah, it could be for a limited time, but yeah, yeah, I'd say Ridley would be it would be a possibility there. Um, gosh, as far as a hero, that'd be different, difficult. Oh, so Game Buddy says, uh, since he asked you, who would you want to voice Shantae?
0: Ooh, I don't think I, I don't think I put that one. Um, that's a tough call because, like, aside from a couple grunts and Risky's Revenge, I don't think Shantae actually spo- actually had any voice acting. So I don't know, maybe Brina Palencia or somebody like that. Um, as for my villain, I'm gonna cop out a little and I'm gonna say that he qualifies as a villain just because he used to be one and he has bad in his name. I'm going strong. Bad,
1: yeah.
0: Because honestly, there is no game that would not be made better with strong bad in it. This is well documented fact, and you cannot argue this. This this is awesome. This is very true. He needs dangerous somewhere in one of his
1: hyper combos.
0: Oh, he doesn't need it as a hyper combo. Just put on the shades as an alternate costume.
1: There you go. <laughs> do 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 do.
0: But I, but of course. Level three, gotta have Trogdor. Trogdor! There's no question. If you do not have Trogdor as a level three, it is a complete missed opportunity.
1: Like the start of would be like ja 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 ja, ja
0: ja ja. Maybe get some teen girl squad in there. I don't know. Maybe like he could uh, draw. Maybe he could do something like Dan's uh, autograph taunt, where he draws a teen girl squad comic and then throws it at people. <laughs> yeah obviously he's got his punching which he can obviously do with boxing gloves on
2: mm-hmm. uh,
0: he's got he's got uh maybe have uh as one of his hyper combos have the cheat drive by in the gremlin that doesn't actually work uh, i love the cheat yeah kick the cheat could be a decent special yeah Uh, uh, there's gosh, just yes. so there's just so much great uh home content to draw off of for strong bat's move set that it's hard to actually just rule it down to like a couple specific moves and three hyper combos
2: mm-hmm.
1: this is true i think for my hero i'm just gonna do a cop out as well and you know for fanboy's sake to sell really well and you know because if if Marvel 3 does well so many possibilities are out there right that's true so I think if you've got Master Chief in Marvel 3 I I think people will go crazy and buy the game and that means more stuff for us even if we can just ignore Master Chief altogether being in the game like Master Chief and Brawl that epic amazing thread if Master Chief were in Marvel three, I, I think you would have uh, some future potential for the game down the line just because of how much money they'd be making. I, I don't care, you know level three, he could turn it into Cortana for all I care and do a strip tease for the opponent. I don't give a crap.
0: Um... I don't know Master Chief, that's a very funny way to pronounce caboose. I don't get it. Yeah, you need to watch more Red vs. Blue. <laughs> this is true.
1: I just watch Fails of the Week. That's, that's all I do, really. Fair enough. Um, next question comes from Fuzzbox99. Who do you think Capcom will do? Do! In terms of DLC... Uh, how many characters, features, costumes, etc.? Will there be patches for gameplay? And what do you think should be filled as DLC for those criteria? What do you think Capcom will do, Cyberlink?
0: Obviously, they're going to do more alternate costumes, as we mentioned. they got to do more shadow mode. Spectators got to be coming somewhere along the line, just because people it are so adamant to. about it. It has to. And, uh... Like, I don't know how many DLC characters they're going to go for. Like, I don't know if they're going to sh- stop after whoever comes after Jill and Schuma. But, uh, like, obviously, people, are clam- people have been clamoring for this game a long time. There's a lot of DLC demand. I don't think Capcom's going to stop at four characters. Like, I don't think there's going to be much more after that, but I don't think they're going to stop at four. I think... Really? I think we'll get... Ten at most, five for each sign. That includes Jill, Schuma, and if it's true, Doc Ock and Frank. Wow, that is a lot. I it mean, a- I, I do know you know. Capcom
1: did say that like you know characters are more important for DLC because you know that is what sells people on the game. Right, um, as far as numbers go, but I don't I don't know if it's going to be that much.
0: It is, it is a lot, but I can definitely see it happening. Just if if the DLC does well, if the game does well then that obviously means that there's the market for it, and I figure that Capcom would be foolish to not take advantage of that. I mean, like, I know they said that they would basically have done all of Super Street Fighter Four as DLC if they could have at that point, mm-hmm. and obviously they did that. They've got the extra characters in Arcade Edition, and it sounds like they're going to be bringing those as proper character DLC to Super Street Fighter 4 sometime in the future. So it's obvious that if they can do it, they will do it. And it's a great way to sort of keep demand up going forward even long after the game's launched. And if that does well, then Marvel 4 would be the obvious choice. So I think that there's a very good chance we'll see a fair amount, though not a lot, of uh, character DLC.
1: What are some of your hopes? Even if, you know, there there's shots in the dark um, for characters. Because I know it's a character that a lot of people like to ask.
0: Some people might find this objectionable, no pun intended. Hmm. But I do want Phoenix. I completely want Phoenix right for DLC. Hmm. And there's a lot of people who are like, Oh, he's a lawyer. He can't fight. Neither could Captain Falcon. Exactly. Come on. And Fought, and before smash brothers fox never fought, fought out simon arwing and it's just a bad argument yeah if capcom could come up with a move set for servbot they can come up with one for phoenix no problem
2: mm-hmm.
0: and as for the marvel side or actually another capcom character, i wanted i wanted to do at least two capcom we'll characters. go for it. so yeah, phoenix sure. and uh who is the other one that i there was another one that i really wanted to see i can't remember who it was offhand uh but obviously, I think they're going to bring in a Mega Man in some capacity. Like, it's probably going to be, I don't think it's going to be Classic, because I remember not a whole lot of people like the way Classic worked in uh, MVC, and I don't think it's going to be Volnut because he wasn't exactly popular in TVC. Yeah. So, I think that it's going to be either X or EXE, probably the former. Yeah. And there's been a lot of demand for X, so I honestly wouldn't be surprised if that happened.
1: They'll just have and, to find uh, a way to distinguish it between, you know, Zero's alternate.
0: Yeah. That's true, but I am sure they'll find a way around that. And uh as for uh as for the Marvel side, um I there's two characters I'd really like. One is Nightcrawler as I mentioned because mm-hmm. I think with his teleportation game and his sort of like swashbuckler style, you could make a really cool sort of dynamic moveset out of that. Constantly be moving in close, hitting them with swords, then just jumping around, trying to keep them on their toes. And to uh, sort of up the villain quotient, because you can never have too many villains, hmm. I'm going for Sandman. I think that you could make hmm. a really cool moveset out of Sandman just because of the nature of his uh, powers. Like, Constantly changing his body into different shapes to attack people, make the big sand hammer shrink down to uh, dodge opponents, move forward, and I just think that it could be there could be so much potential of doing that, and you could do something really cool with him.
1: Hmm, that, that is an interesting choice indeed. Um, let's see, uh, if yeah, if I hadn't given up, I, I still have kind of given up hope on it because it's easier that way than to get my hopes up and be crushed. I obviously would want to see a Phoenix Wright representative. Um although I'll go out on a limb and say I would want to see Francisca von Karma. I think a whip game would be something that this game could could use and uh I think there's there's potential in that new kind of gameplay style or you know character sort of idea. Um but would not be objectionable to see Phoenix at all. Um as far as another Capcom goes, um, I can get behind God Hand, uh, Gene. Um, Cammy is my favorite Street Fighter player, so, I uh, Cammy would be alright in my book as well. Um, uh, Marvel, I already said Gambit is a favorite of mine. Um, who else could I... Emma Frost was one that was, you know, considered, uh, early on, and, uh, I think ice would be a, an interesting uh, gameplay sort of element. Um, you know, aside from the power of the wind, power of Gaia, level 3, wind, wind, wind. And wind, let's wind.
0: be honest, nobody wants Iceman back. Nobody.
1: Nobody. Nobody, nobody, nobody. Um, what else was part of this question that I wanted to add? Um, you think there are going to be any patches for gameplay, like tweaks and all that for balancing?
0: Oh, I'm sure there's going to be uh, balancing stuff coming down the line. Like, what Blaze Blue did when they uh, did it was they would release basically firmware updates for the uh, game, and that would basically include all of the uh, code for the DLC fighters so that you'd be able to play against them online, but it would also uh, add new versions, as it were, so that it would tweak the balance a little bit for each character and i can see capcom doing something similar since they're obviously going to have to uh, put out those dlc patches so that people can play online against the dlc characters mm-hmm. so i figure that's probably they'll probably include balance tweaks going forward as part of that so i think it's going to ha- i think it's almost certainly going to happen and the only question is how often will we get these tweaks and yeah. how much of a difference is it going to make
1: yeah i mean buff the phoenix health a little bit not a lot, but just a bit, so you don't die in one normal combo. Yeah. Um. And tone Sentinel down a little bit, and I think, you know, for at least really early on, I think this game is really nicely balanced.
0: Well, the other thing is the game's only been out like a week officially. Some mm-hmm. people have gotten it a little bit earlier, but right. it's still way, way, way too early to uh, make that call- make any of those really serious calls, like. Marvel 2 really didn't get super competitive legs until about five years into its life, and that's when stuff really started changing. So I don't see huge, huge balance tweaks coming soon. And Even if so, I don't think they're really necessary early on because that game managed to survive for so long based solely on what was on the disc, and it was constantly changing, so... Like, I think Sentinel was actually considered low-tier when that game first started. Oh, wow. So, there's still plenty of time for people to discover new things, and I think that any major balance patches would probably not be a good idea this early in the lifestyle. Uh,
1: I mean, it kind of blends into the last mail time question we have from the one and only the Buzzsaw. How is the game shaping up in terms of being a deep and rich fighter that so many fans have been waiting for? Does it fill that brawl-shaped void in your soul?
0: So... I, th- I think this game has legs. Like, a lot of people kind of uh, diss on it just because it's, it's not, not Marvel, Marvel two. 2, and yeah. that's <laughs> hard for people to adjust to. But I think that once people figure out, like, the best way to use X-Factor and the ins and outs of each character and everything, then I think that people are going to come to accept it. I don't think it'll ever get... As big as Marvel Two was during its prime, I would agree. But with I that. think it's definitely going to be huge. It's gonna be huge.
1: Um, yeah, it's. I think it's got a lot of potential, uh, especially at Evo. You know, for just the the droves of people, I'm sure that'll come out. You know, this first year for Marvel Three at Evo. Um, it, it is hard to compare it to Marvel Two because it is such a rarity that you know a game lasts for ten years. Um, because, like, Melee does that, too. And that Melee is also kind of, like, a rarity, like we had, you know, talked about before. Yeah. Where a competitive scene, like, is still fueled by a game, you know, so much later. Um, but it, I agree, it does have, like, it's very technical. Um, and, you know, once people get used to it and off their, oh, curly mustache, make it rain as great as, you know, the curly mustaches are, um...
0: We have KFC now. We don't
1: need curly mustaches. What do you think about KFC? I think it was kind of started in a stupid way, but it is easier to say than XFC or X Factor Cancel.
0: Uh, I'm down with it. But, and, like, there's a lot of people saying. You're, are you, are you,
1: no, wait. I, I want to clarify. Are you double down with it?
0: I am double down with it.
1: I am double down with it, too.
0: But a lot of people are saying. Uh, It's too easy, it's too casual, it'll never catch on. To which I respond with The 7 Stages of MVC Grief by Justin Wong Uh Number 1 MVC 3 has to be the easiest and cheapest fighting game that was ever made. Number 2 If you want to win MVC 3, just learn how to play Sentinel in one minute and your skills will improve dramatically. Time to go back to MVC 2. Number 3 Hope everyone enjoys their official MVC 3 today. Number 4 I think MVC3 might come through in the end. I'll try to bust off some fun stuff about the game. I love the mission mode. Number five. Ah, Wednesday. Can it be seven already so I can leave work and play MVC3? I gotta practice, LOL. Number six. Yay, I won my first MVC3 tourney. Number seven. Marvel 3 characters are so fun. Logan for the win, haha. Any characters you guys want me to play to try out and I'll show them off when I get the chance.
2: That,
1: Lolz. That Twitter, man. That Twitter. And, and like, I remember like a lot of people were saying like, oh, Justin hates on the game, therefore I must hate on it too. No, that's not how it works.
2: Meh. Meh.
1: Bah. Indeed. Oh, sheepy, sheepy, sheepy.
2: Sheepy, sheepy, sheepy.
0: I uh, think it's just, there's just going to be some initial growing pains, but it will It might take a while, but I know Marvel 3 is definitely going to catch on. People are have been, for the most part, really receptive, receptive to it so far, and I think it's actually going to help bring in a lot of people who wouldn't have played fighting games otherwise, just based on the name and on the characters. So I think there's a lot of hope for Marvel vs. Capcom 3's competitive future, and I know I'm going to be playing it going forward, just as I have TVC. I think I will too. If if for any
1: reason I gotta get using that, uh, gotta use the fight stick, man. Like there's a reason I there's a reason I bought it. (laughs) So, and and it is a lot of fun. Um, You know, I I think more fun than TBC in my opinion. Just you know the characters, the you know how you connect with them, um, the flashiness, the you know ease of accessibility, and I think as long as they you know tweak the online. Uh, a little bit more. Um, if they add spectator mode, I'm, you know, I, I can't wait for, you know, Show Me News lobbies. Let's get in the Show Me News forums at com. slash forum, and we'll, uh, we'll, you know, be setting up a uh, player lobbies for Xbox and PlayStation for uh, those who have uh, those, those respective copies. Uh, anything else you wanna, you know, touch on for Marvel Three?
0: Um, well. I don't know if it's going to surpass TVC for me because I played. I've been playing that game for two years now, so it's going to be a while before I can really make that call. But I definitely see this as being one of the games I'm going to be playing a lot as time goes on. And uh, I really, it's rare that a game like this comes along that is so like universally beloved, mm-hmm. like right out of the gate. And I think that this one's going to have legs and. I don't think that Marvel is going to be so keen on taking back the uh, fighting game license from Capcom this time. I think that this one's going to sell well, and I'm definitely convinced that Marvel vs. Capcom 4 is going to happen. At least it's going to be announced like within the next year, because there's no way they're going to have this kind of success and not capitalize on it. Because... This game is like a once in a lifetime kind of thing. Mhm. I got to say.
1: Well, I am just going to hope that uh your professory words. Professory? Really? That's not, that's not even a word.
0: <laughs> no, it's not. Add that to the dictionary.
1: Um I'm I'm trying to get like prophecy and like make that an adjective. So I had professory. Um but you know what I mean. You you predict yeah, stuff on Show Me Your News, and it comes true like a prophecy,
0: something like that.
1: So, well, I'm just gonna keep my fingers crossed that that happens. Um, so with that, like we say, yeah, pro- prophetic. There's there's the there word. There you go. As we like to say on Show Me Your News, mad hype, y'all, for Marvel vs. Capcom 3. And uh, with that, I'm Yoko. I am Cyberlink. And this is the end of the Show Me Your News special. The NBC3 cast.